The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When Jesus saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then Jesus said to the Samaritan, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. The Gospel of the Lord. Truth be told, I'm not big on watching the news. To start, it's hard to find an unbiased source for news. It seems that most sources have their own slants, and I get suspicious when news becomes political or a tool to sell something or some idea. So for me, it's sometimes a challenge just to know what news to trust. On top of that, a great deal of news is bad news. When the CBC issues some breaking news, it's pretty much a guarantee the news won't cause dancing in the streets. This week alone we heard about devastating hurricanes, North Korean missile tests, ongoing conflicts in the Ukraine, innocent children shot in Thailand, and closer to home, pedestrians killed while walking along the road. Of course, there must be some good news. This weekend's holiday is about giving thanks, and it's hard to give thanks if there isn't at least some good news. And while we certainly prefer to hear good news over bad, it seems that bad news brings a stronger reaction than good news, that we're somehow more sensitive to bad news. Maybe the mind works this way because bad news can still surprise Just when we think we've heard it all, evil has yet another curveball to throw and catch us off guard. Or maybe our minds work this this way because on hearing about the dysfunction in the world, we feel better about ourselves. We count our blessings when hearing how our lives aren't as bad as the lives of others. It's also possible our minds work this way, that we're more sensitive to bad news For a drive for self-preservation, we wish to be aware of the dangers of the world so we can protect ourselves. Regardless, bad news always grabs attention. 
The funny thing, though, is that no one actually wants bad news. At least, I've never met anyone who longed for bad news. But though our attention may be easily captured by bad news, what we all deeply hunger for is true good news. For Christians, there are four books that describe the life of Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, named after the authors. These four primary testimonies give four different perspectives into the life of our Lord and how he has saved us from sin. Anyway, these four books are called Gospels, a word for the Greeks meaning good news. Over the next few weeks, we're going to take a deeper look at the features that make the Gospels so special for us. We're going to explore how this good news is truly good, how it has changed everything, how it's best appreciated, how it expands over time, and how it's trustworthy. Now, in the Gospel reading today, we heard about a moment when Jesus encountered a group of people suffering from leprosy. Because the disease was contagious, those suffering from it had to isolate, not just for a few weeks, but for the remainder of their lives, because there was no recovery or cure. Those who suffered from the deadly disease weren't permitted in places of worship or were in markets and were expected to warn others not to come too close. For many, our recent experiences with mandated lockdowns during the pandemic gave a small taste of the anxiety, isolation, and fears that those ten lepers may have endured just for us on a much smaller scale. I suppose that, while what we experienced made the news, it wasn't really news at all. History is filled with stories of the evil of disease and the challenges that come along with it. Poverty, disease, death, even happiness or examples of people doing good or commendable things isn't really news. These things happen all the time. No, the real true news, news with a capital N, cannot be more of the same. So another feature of the Gospels that makes them so special for us is that they truly are news. They're about something completely unique. In today's Gospel, we do hear some news. A group of lepers were miraculously healed. It had never happened before. It was beyond imagination or expectation. Even the lepers, introduced as a group simply begging for mercy, seemed surprised by the miraculous cure. But as great as this miracle was, it's still not true. Capital N News. Naaman the Syrian, who we heard about in the first reading, had been miraculously cured of leprosy long before this encounter between Jesus and a group of lepers. After hearing their pleas, Jesus sent the lepers off to the temple to show themselves to the priests so their miraculous healing would be confirmed and they could end their isolation. But one of them, recognizing the miracle, returned to Jesus to praise God. Jesus responded, Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? The Gospels are truly news, not because they're about social justice, about being nice, or even about miracles. Um, they have, 
there had already been many words and accounts on those topics. The Gospels are truly news. They're unique because they're about Jesus, about God living among his people. The healed lepers could have celebrated in thanksgiving anywhere, but one of them recognized something new. God was living among his people, truly giving thanks and praise to God, called for more than an offering or sacrifice at the temple or going home for a turkey dinner with loved ones. No, now it's possible to go directly to God to offer thanks. This weekend, we celebrate Thanksgiving. Of course, we can give thanks anywhere, but we come here to give thanks because we know this is where God is present. Here, we give thanks directly to God, as that thankful healed leper did. By coming here, we declare both that we are in need of miraculous healing and that we have much to be thankful for because of God's love and mercy. At this Mass today, Bring to our Lord your needs or the needs of others and offer a gift of praise and thanks. When news on television or in the papers presents more of the same stories that often bring us down or inspire only fear, the Gospels reveal to us true news, and next weekend we'll reflect on how this true news is also truly good. In the meantime, we turn to our Lord in prayer and beg for his mercy, and to offer him praise. God of all that is truly new, we praise you continually for revealing your love in surprising and miraculous ways. We praise you for gathering us and for granting us strength. However, many still need healing. Many suffer from wounds and evils for which there seems to be no cure. We come here to join those lepers who called out to Jesus, have mercy on us. Accept our prayers and open our hearts to your will and power. We make this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.